Hello, this is Valerie Aiello, and you're listening to Idea Diary. Thanks for coming back to my office and hanging out. All right, today we are going through Laura Rees' solo books. One of them is called Visual Hammer, and it's a really cool idea. I guess she obviously got a lot of her experience. She had a, a, a job on her own. It wasn't just that she went to college and then started working for her father. Went to college, she got a job at a company, and then slowly gravitated to working with her father, and then they made the company together. And along with her father's books and legacy type of work that he worked on, he taught her everything that he knew. She learned under him that, you know, all his tips and tricks, the 22 laws of of uh, marketing, and then they worked on the immutable laws of branding together. And then they wrote some books together. So obviously she was into his opinion. One of the things that she was adding to her father's work was the visual aspect of branding and how that can make a huge difference. You know, a lot of his work was from the 50s and 60s, 70s, 80s. And by the time she got there in the 90s, um, she was adding the transformation of the logo and how it was uh, so important to companies and branding overall. So what she came up with was the visual hammer, which was beyond the logo. And what she talked about was the nail. So your slogan, your tagline for your company was the nail. And your visual hammer was what pounded it into your head, locked in that idea of your brand into the mind of the consumer or the people. When she talks about the visual hammer, she talks about 10 aspects that you can kind of build off your visual hammer, 10 characteristics, I guess, and it's shape, color, product, package, action, founder, symbol, star, animal, and heritage. I wrote down the examples that she gave in different conferences and stuff like that, where she talked about how these elements are used for a successful brand and marketing. Let's start from the beginning. So let's go with shape. Shape was a characteristic that a, a good logo can use to be memorable and recognizable. So obviously the golden arches for McDonald's, that uses shape and color, obviously. She talked about target, you know, the target symbol being really recognizable. It's on all the advertising and on the bags and big, huge target signs in the world. That's an example of a shape, a, a visual hammer shape. I added a couple. So the Bass Ale logo, which was one of the first logos ever at least recognized. I don't have the year that it was, but it was a mayonnaise painting. There was a base Ale bottle in the painting, and it was a painting of this bartender, this female bartender. And the Bass Ale logo was just a red triangle. So I just, I consider that a shape and recognizable. Mickey Mouse silhouettes, I feel like that's a shape. And the Apple logo, just when you see that Apple, you know what it's about. Color, a great example is the Louis Vuitton red bottom shoes. Um, that was an example she gave. I also am thinking about that color, the, a red-headed girl from Wendy's. I don't know if she always had braids, but she's definitely a redhead Wendy's character. I feel like red is an important aspect of that logo. And Dollar Tree being green and Dollar General being yellow. I really wouldn't think that the color was too important. 
But considering both companies kind of do similar things, I feel like color is important. So another aspect of a visual hammer is a product. The lifesaver is candy being an actual little lifesavers shape. Lifesaver being a, uh, a, a tube. What would you call that? A tube you throw off a boat to save someone. She talked about a Rolex watch being a recognizable product, which I was like, I don't know, maybe that was like an 80s, 90s thing. But for me, I don't necessarily get that. So an example that I thought of was Converse tennis shoes. Even if somebody is wearing a generic ripoff of Converse tennis shoes, you still think of Converse in your mind. Uh, that would be like an example of a product being the brand, the brand visual hammer. So another thing she talked about was packaging can be a visual hammer. She talks a lot about the Coke bottle, the Coke bottle silhouette being a big thing for Coca-Cola. She talks about the Monster Energy can being big, and that was like a big difference compared to the Red Bull can, which was slimmer than and taller than a normal can. And then I just kind of came up with Adidas. You know, if you see an Adidas tracksuit and it has those stripes on the side or Adidas shoes with the stripes, I feel like that's kind of packaging or a mix between product and packaging visual humor because even if it's a generic tracksuit and it has those stripes you're thinking that it is an adidas tracksuit action as a visual hammer this is kind of hard so the example that she gave was the tropicana orange and the commercial in sticking that um, red and right straw into it that would be an example of an action that would I guess, uh, come into your mind if you thought about Tropicana orange juice, or if you saw that action, you would just immediately think about Tropicana. Some other um, action things that I thought of was Snap Crackle Pop. It's kind of sound action type of thing, but when you put the milk in a rice into Rice Krispies, they make a Snap Crackle Pop sound, and they use that for all of their advertising. And I was also thinking the Kool-Aid Man, barreling through a, a wall. I felt like that was sort of action-y and you might think of that when you think of Kool-Aid. The Pillsbury Doughboy, when you touch his stomach, he giggles or coos, whatever that sound is. Sort of an action, I thought maybe Oreos when you're uh, spitting the cookie apart and licking it. I feel like that's a unique action that really only gets stuck in your head with Oreo cookies. Another visual hammer is a founder can be a visual hammer elon musk obviously for tesla he's like going around and he whenever he's talking you kind of think of tesla she mentions colonel sanders that's like a founder that's now a cartoon but i get it it's very recognizable and they made the colonel sanders be a bunch of different actors Paul Newman, he is a founder that created his own line of products and all the proceeds go to a charity. He doesn't take any of the profits. So that was like an interesting founder feeling that you, you get when you're buying one of his products. Rachel Ray made the dog food stuff. She's using her cooking techniques to connect with dog food that is tasty, I guess. And that all kind of works, I feel like. Um, Another visual hammer for a logo or just branding overall. We're talking like beyond just having a logo. A symbol, the Nike swoosh, which is a very famous logo, obviously. I kind of think like symbol could be the Mercedes logo. 
peace sign looking thing, but it's a Mercedes sign. Um, the apple is kind of a symbol for the computer. Um, the little blue bird is a symbol for Twitter. And the cowboy is a symbol for Marlboro cigarettes, which I feel like is really old and we haven't seen cigarette ads in a long time. So it's a little outdated bit of a reference. But the cowboy, I don't know. I feel like the cowboy is a very abstract use of a visual hammer that it could be several things. So I'm just going with cowboy as a symbol right now. So another visual hammer is using a celebrity. So for example, Bill Cosby being the Pudding Pops celebrity. And um, Rachel Ray is a celebrity selling the dog treats, but she's kind of a founder also. I didn't make a big list of people, of brands trying to use celebrity to be a visual hammer. Squarespace, I believe, tried to use Keanu Reeves. At least he was in the commercials. But I found that to be a really bad use of a celebrity because I, I just couldn't imagine Keanu Reeves with all his abilities to do whatever he wants would open a Squarespace website. I feel like that was an unrealistic connection and not so great. But the put, Pudding Pops Cosby thing was like a real huge connection. And if you're under a certain age, you probably don't remember that at all. But I, I probably should have thought of some like younger, newer celebrities that sell things that is not a founder. But so many celebrities have just founded their own companies like Kate Hudson or um, Kardashians. They all, instead of promoting other products, they kind of just make their own products and then promote that from themselves. So another visual hammer is an animal. Like the Aflac duck is something they talk about. That was a very, a huge campaign that worked really well. Gonna go with the Geico Gecko, I think worked pretty well. The World Life Wild Fun used that panda. So if you see that panda anywhere, you know it's them. Twitter used the little blue bird. Chuck E. Cheese obviously used Chuck E. Cheese. So animals can be a visual hammer. Heritage, which this is kind of like an abstract visual hammer. So she talks about Wells Fargo using heritage to sell their bank. Those commercials are so old, I don't really connect with that anymore. But another visual hammer that I was thinking was USAA. They use kind of their heritage of hundreds of years being an insurance company for military people. Like I feel like that branding kind of goes along with them and they use heritage with that. And Ford, I think, kind of still uses heritage because they were one of the first cars. I guess I'm going to leave it there. That was the uh, Lori's visual hammer kind of topic. I'm going to move on to her next book, which was Battle Cry, which was about slogans. Don't want these to get too long. So we're going to do that in the next episode and I'll see you. I'll see you later. Thanks for hanging out. Bye.